the college football experience backyard brawl. Yes. West Virginia at Pitt college football game preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling slash win bet. That's sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll fantasy football contest. Yes, it's back and better than ever. Five thousand dollars is up for grabs in the NFL contest and fifteen hundred dollars in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college football experience backyard brawl preview. I just feel great saying backyard brawl. It's back, and I'm super excited. There's no better way to kick off the college football season than a good old fashioned rivalry that's been played since 1895. Holy hell! Wasn't the Civil War still going on there? I don't know my history, but either way, these guys were. We're slugging it out on the gridiron. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, 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 oh. oh, it's like the world's listening to me. I said, where'd this game go for the past 12 years? I've been saying, where the hell did this game go? All right. I grew up loving college football and games like this were a big part of the reason I am joined by, I mean, this guy, you got to check out his podcast. Cause he's picking winners all day. He was recently on a preview with, of ours uh, for, for a team preview. So check out first off the check out the Coastal Covers podcast. He's the host of it. Give me Mike. How you doing, Mike? Yeah, man. Back in 1895, West Virginia University beat the Western University of Pennsylvania eight to nothing. Now there was a controversy at the end of this game with a punt. The two teams couldn't decide what happened. The ball went out of the end zone. They caught it for Pitt, and West Virginia claimed this final score was ten to nothing. Pitt said it was six to nothing. And then the backyard <laughs> brawl was born out of that mess. So you got to love this game. I'm originally from the Northeast and I can tell you people don't talk a lot of pit football until it came to the backyard brawl. This game is huge. Yeah. This game is awesome. And and thank you college football gods for letting this game just come back. Now, look, I still prefer it the final game of the season because it, it raises the stakes just like Auburn, Alabama of saying F you to your rival. But in general, I'll take it right now. It is awesome. And if you've been into a bar up in Pittsburgh 
or up in West Virginia. I always make this, uh, you know, I've, I've been to both. I mean, I was in Morgantown just partying and I've been to Pitt several times doing stand up, and everyone in the bar looks like they could build you a house. All right. This is, this is, this is like legit some grown man shit here. I feel like it, And if, if, if you didn't know folks, they hate each other. Like if you mention if you mention pit football in Morgantown, they're going to be talking shit to you. All right. And if you mention and vice versa, so this is absolutely fantastic that we get to kick off our season with the backyard brawl. I almost just here. I got to just thank you. Thank you. All right. Because the TV execs have been trying to destroy this sport. And it's almost like they're going to figure out something. I think this Thursday when their numbers are going to be through the roof, when people, people want to see this. We want to see this. We want to see Colorado, Nebraska. We want to see Texas, Texas A&M, which I guess is actually coming back, but you get my point. We want to see the games where the teams hate each other. All right. So shout out to college football for making it happen Thursday night. Let's hop into it. My friend, because this one, very interesting matchup. You got so many angles here. We just saw it with Scott Frost. Neil Brown is on the hot seat. He, uh, you, He's got a schedule that has what eleven power fives out of twelve games. I I think it's going to be very hard for him to have a very good year at West Virginia as far as like I think like his ceiling is like seven and five, right? But yeah, if if he wins the backyard brawl and they also put Virginia Tech on the schedule, I feel like you might be able to give yourself some breathing room if you can win one of these games where the, look I've had WVU fans tell me before it's like if we go one in eleven. But as long as we beat, as long as we beat, there we go. Hey, we got a coffee going here from stacking the money. Uh, as long as we beat West Virginia, or I'm sorry, as long as we beat Pitt, then it's okay. Give me that extension. Boom. Uh, that's why these games are so critical. Cause I, I look at the schedule and I go, man, it's a tough schedule. You know, WVU's in the Big 12. Those trips are all crazy. You got to go to like Lubbock. Morgantown to Lubbock is a fucking hike. Uh, so could he save himself? you know, uh, some, some time here. Could he buy himself some time? I should say, if he gets this backyard bro win, I know it's in I, this game sold out. That's another thing. Everyone comp- complaining about fan attendance. Hey, the, the, you know, the fans that, you know, they got to come out to these games. Look, they don't want to see Texas tech at West Virginia. Who cares? Right? I mean, look, that's a, that's a game. It's probably a decent football game. We'll watch it. We'll handicap it. But I know I've been to Morgantown. They want to see the Virginia techs. They want to see the Pittsburgh, you know, Pitt. And this is, this is a game at Pitt. So you're seeing it in that pro stadium selling out anyway. Uh, Neil Brown, if he wins this game, you could think he can just exhale a little bit, right? Yeah, I would think so. First, first of all, let me get a job like you got where your boss comes and brings you coffee. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good stuff there. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're over in uh, yeah, what's it called now? Acupuncture Stadium, <laughs> something like that. Completely changed the name. Usually, I don't like that. I, I I'm like you. I'm, I'm of the opinion. I, I hate the NFL stadium for the college football environment. But this is the one game where you're going to have sixty eight thousand fans screaming and going nuts. You know, Pittsburgh's just. They're the yuppie version of West Virginia. That's all it is. They're not really <laughs> separated by that much. So these two teams really do hate each other. Um, Neil Brown needs this win desperately, which, uh, you know, you got this heated rivalry where neither of these two coaches have ever actually coached in the backyard brawl. So um, that's an interesting angle right from the start is Neil Brown needs this a lot more than Narduzzi. Yeah, but still Narduzzi very outspoken this offseason. I think there was a moment and I, I should have researched this a little bit better before this episode, but 
uh, where I think he, he got mad at a, uh, someone showing up with the WVU hat on to, to the, to the practice. And I think he threw it off the guy's head or so, something like that, or telling him to get that shit out of here, something like that. Uh, and then obviously he threw Mark Whipple under the bus and you know, maybe may I, I, I scrutinized that, but at the same time I watched that Nebraska game and I thought, man, I thought Nebraska was a lot more physical last year than this year. And I'm like, well, if you, if you're practicing against the past nonstop, maybe that ruins a little bit of your physicality and, and Narduzzi, a defensive guy, I'm sure that would bother the hell out of him. So may, maybe he's got something going, but I, I also remember Pat Narduzzi pre Mark Whipple in a lot of close games, doing a lot of questionable coaching. So you got to ask yourself, this is the backyard brawl. First off four of the last five times they've met, they've been by a score or less. And I, I could rattle some of these off because one of them was one of the best uh, backyard brawls ever. Uh, back in 2007 on December 1st, when Pitt won 13 to nine and ruined, ruined West Virginia's national championship hopes. Um, so look, the last time they played was November 25th, 2011, West Virginia won 21, 20, right? Then you have, okay. A 35, 10 game at Heinz, West Virginia. That's the only blowout that happened back in 2010 in 09, uh, West Virginia won 19 to 16 in 08 Pitt won 19, 15. And then the game I alluded to, uh, the McAfee game, thirteen nine, at uh, in in Morgantown there, uh, and on Mountaineer Field. I mean, this this is a, a crazy series, and believe it or not, Pitt do- has dominated the series somewhat, sixty one and forty and three all time against against uh, Dub V. But West, when you look at like the past twenty years of this matchup, West Virginia, it's it. Where, where's my sound drop? Where's my sound drop? It's easy to see a tide turn. They have definitely gotten the best of Pitt over the past 20 years or so. So I think that's going to be a big storyline, though, is if it's a close game, can Narduzzi capitalize off that? Because Neil Brown is 10 and 7 in games decided by a score or less at Dub V. So he's actually been somewhat successful in in uh in close close games. Then you have the quarterback battle, which is very intriguing to me. Uh Keaton Slovis versus JT Daniels. These are both Look, we're, I'm recording this here uh, in Los Angeles, right up the road. A couple of years ago, these these people were throwing touchdown passes. Now, JT Daniels was the starter, and he got injured. And Keaton Slovis came in and stole his job, basically. So you have that this angle here of JT Daniels getting a chance for revenge on on Katie Slovis, or I'm sorry, on Keaton Slovis. Uh, so I'm very intrigued there, and also you got. Two new offensive coordinators. You got Signetti Jr., who's a Pittsburgh native. If you know his father, uh, he actually had some ties to WVU too. So that's an even great side of this too. Uh, he's the new OC in Pittsburgh, and then Graham Harrell, Air Raid, coming into uh, to Morgantown. Both teams returned their entire offensive line, which is very rare. I feel like previewing all 131 teams. I feel like only like four schools did this, and they had two of these happen to be playing each other. In week one, what do you make of the offensive side of things here in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, this game's going to be so gritty and dirty, just the way it should be in those trenches. And I absolutely love that. Um, yeah, you mentioned Signetti. Uh, I think that's going to be all kumbaya, kumbaya there with uh, uh, Narduzzi wanting to run the ball a lot. I mean, he, he is kind of a quarterback guy, but he's he's known to pound the rock. And I think Narduzzi's going to really like that. I think they're going to use a stable of backs there. Um, so. 
I'm not a big Slovis guy. Uh, I mean, he gets hurt a lot. Obviously, it's hard to gauge same, him. Same with Daniels, overall, though. <laughs> but same with Daniels, right? So I'm really interested to see the West Virginia side of things with Graham Harrell in there. We all know the air raid. Um, I, I am a big JT Daniels guy. I, I still think, even though Stetson Bennett went on to uh, win the national championship, I think that was a lot more about uh, Georgia's Georgia's defense and Georgia's run game. So um, I, I do think Daniels was the better quarterback down there, and I think he's the better quarterback than Slovis in this matchup. So with Graham Harrell as OC there, I, I think there could potentially be a little more pop in that West Virginia passing game than, than we're really expecting. Uh, I agree. And it's interesting because West Virginia, well, last year, West Virginia did throw the ball a little more than they ran the ball. But if you look uh, the first couple of years that Brown was there, I feel like they were more of a hard nosed running team and they're kind of having a, a, a transition from a philosophical standpoint, bringing in Graham Harrell. And then Pitt is ditching that and going to Signetti Jr. and Narduzzi's like, "Damn it, we're going to run the ball more. This is Pittsburgh, and I'm the coach. I'm a defensive coach. That's how you win games." Um, Jordan Addison obviously gone for for Pitt. Uh, Kenyatta Mumphrey comes in, uh, or Mumfield comes in from Akron. I know he was solid. They returned their their, their wideout Jared Wayne. I think though that is the, the big thing, like to to monitor in this game. Obviously, both teams' offensive lines return. Uh, will Pitt kind of keep it conservative and, and will West Virginia try to open things up? Because I, there is one thing Pitt has going for themselves that West Virginia doesn't have. West Virginia only returns four on the defensive side of the ball. However, they do have uh, one of the best defensive tackles in college football Dante stills uh, and a very good linebacker in Lance Dixon, but only returning four. a lot of question marks. And then Pitt is basically returning like their own, their whole defensive line. I mean, yes, they lost one guy based on starts. If you look at it, but they basically returning like six or seven of their top eight on the D line that actually they had a deep rotation a year ago and almost their entire secondary. So I wonder if that could be an issue against JT Daniels. And then you have the other side of things. Narduzzi says he's going to run the ball more, but to me, the clear weakness of West Virginia's defense is they're breaking in an entirely new secondary that are all these FCS transfers. I mean, uh, Jasir Cox from North Dakota state, Charles Woods from Illinois state, Wesley McCormick from JMU, who was FCS last year, uh, Hershey McLaurin from, from the Murray state racers. And then you got one Colorado state transfer in there and Rashad Ajay. But in my opinion, just uh, blindly looking at that, you'd be like, man, they need to be testing the secondary. But Narduzzi is basically said that they're going to be committing to the run heavy. I wonder if he makes the, the correct adjustments and they, they, they take some shots downfield more than we're thinking. What do you make of that? I'm not going to, going to put too much hope into Narduzzi making the right <laughs> adjustments. <laughs> if I'm being entirely honest, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I mean, you said it, there's, there's six, all AAC players, you know, returning on this defense as far as spread out throughout the teams um, for Pitt. So they definitely have the edge on that side of the ball. When you're really just looking at it from the outside, um, but you know, Neil Brown's defense last year, they were, they were kind of, you know, rated again last year and they still were charting right around the top 40 in every defensive category um, as far as the major ones. So, you know, you got Dante still still on the line. That's the big name we know. Um, and, and they did a decent job in the portal um, going out and getting some guys. So what I really think about this team is as the season goes on, you know, I did a big preview thing on coastal covers of uh, every single team. And I, and I did put Neil Brown on the hot seat and I do expect more from Neil Brown. I, I was a big Neil Brown guy. I was really excited about me the too. Hire. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So what, what I think is from season long standpoint, I think the depth of this defense is going to be a really, really big concern 
However, for one game at Acupuncture Stadium out in <laughs> Pittsburgh in the backyard brawl, come on, man. These guys could tie it together for one game. I'm not worried about depth here. So, yeah, I'm in, man. This is going to be a battle. Yeah, I cannot wait for this. The chat is 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 lighting up. I'm seeing our guy Ryan McIntyre saying, "Eat shit, Pitt." He's a Dub V graduate. Uh, other people saying, "Shout out to Week One." Can't wait for this matchup. And this is uh, to me, you know, Thursday nights. This is the way it should be. Whether it's Pitt, whether it's Virginia Tech, like we kind of they they used to own Thursday night. Now the NFL used to, you know, the NFL used to start in December. On Thursday nights, or I think right after Thanksgiving, uh, but then they just said no, we're going full in on Thursday nights. And college football kind of back backed up from that. I, I say there's room for both. Come on, this is we, we we can watch a game on your phone now. There's people can have two televisions, believe it or not. All right, we can do this. Um, this game's absolutely fantastic. Now we're gonna get to the spread. We're gonna get to the over, the under. Uh, I, I I should note this also. If it is a close game. West Virginia has the more experienced kicker in Casey Leg. What a name too for a kicker! What a name, Casey Leg. Uh, Pitt is returning their kicker, but he was just a freshman last year in Ben Sauls. Uh, I think that that could be you know interesting to watch there too. If it's a close game, Narduzzi not the best track record. If it's a close game, Brown's been actually surprised. I, I actually came into it before I did the research, thinking Brown struggled in close games too. Not the case. Not the case. Actually, at West Virginia, he's he's actually got a winning record in games in one score games, ten and seven. So, wow. uh, all right. But uh, before we get to our predictions and talking backyard brawl, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience backyard brawl is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Network and WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. I mean, the app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all your games. I know for me, that's always a big deal when you're betting on like ten different sports. Sometimes you forget what you bet on, and you check your account. What? I, I lost another fifty bucks. What happened there? Oh, I decided to bet on that tennis match. Someone gave me a tip on. Um, uh, it happens. It happens, folks. All right, uh, go to oddstrader.com/slash/bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site. For all your game day bets, we're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes, the free roll football contests are here. College football contest fifteen hundred dollars are is up for grabs. People, the NFL contest five thousand dollars and a two night stay at Win Las Vegas is up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And uh, now you can, you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you enter uh, you know, over under based on their stat projections. And if, if you go over, you can win anywhere from two times I'm sorry, not if you go over. If you hit on your over under projections, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the amount of money you put in. So, right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Once again, that's promo 
code SGP and sleeper.com slash SGP with a hundred dollar match. What are you doing folks? We're also brought to you by last but not least run your pool. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game you can think of under the sun. Pickup, survivor, fantasy pools. It is a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that simply you will not get anywhere else. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host uh, our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. What are you doing, bozos? Get in right now if you haven't. It's free to enter. Get in there. Reserve your spot. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash plus a two hundred fifty dollars gift card to the SGPN store to the winner. So sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. All right, we are back talking, talking backyard brawl. Man, isn't it just? It's just great to have this back. I, I feel honestly, and maybe I'm just a crazy guy that just loves college football. But I honestly feel like each season you get done and you're like, wait, I just didn't feel as much of the rivalries happened. You know, I, I'm sitting there and I feel like, okay, it was a good football season, but what? I'm missing something. I'm missing, like I said, Texas, Texas AM. I'm missing some of these great rivalries. Even Penn State Pitt has been fun. And we haven't got a lot of these matchups lately. So I am just thrilled for Thursday night. It can't come soon enough. Um, and uh, so the line here. Very, very interested. What if if I had to tell you blindly, without you looking at the line, what would you have thought it would have been if I had asked you this say in June? Uh, you know, knowing knowing uh, what Pitt was last year, um, and also knowing that Vegas really understands rivalries and stuff, I would I would have actually said probably right around six and a half to a touchdown. I, I would have put it pretty close to this. Yeah, I I just wouldn't have gone over a touchdown. And no. su- surprisingly right now, West Virginia getting seven and a half points. They are plus two thirty on the money line. Uh Pitt minus two ninety on the money line. We're gonna talk over under in a second, but I I'm I, I'm I'm all over. I'm sorry. I'm I'm taking the points. I you can't tell me. I just said four of the last five matchups have been decided by a score or less. And then you add in the fact they haven't played in that long. I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot take Pitt, especially knowing Narduzzi is going to run the ball the whole game. <laughs> you know, like he's been he's been very public about we're going to run the hell out of the football this year, so that's going to bleed the clock. I I both teams return their whole entire offensive line. I'm sorry, I'm taking the seven and a half all day. Am am I blind or are they baiting us into this line or what do you think? No, I mean, I think, I think the people that don't necessarily understand the backyard brawl, like it's been gone for a while, those people are going to lay the points with Pitt just looking at what happened last year and, you know, what kind of team Pitt was last year versus, you know, West Virginia over the last few years, just basically a 500 team, little, little less than, but, um, you know, if, if you understand this game, you know, there is no way you lay more than a touchdown in this game. You take those points. Absolutely. Especially with. I kind of feel like Pitt might be a little big for their britches right now. You're still Pitt. You still lost to Western Michigan. <laughs> I don't think you're going to come in here and punch those uh, wrong turn people right in the mouth. <laughs> there is no way, dude. These guys are hyped for this game. They're not going to hear this noise. They're ready for this. What did we say earlier? Every time it seems like there's a target on somebody's back, West Virginia, number two in the country. No, nope, a four win Pitt team comes in and beats them. 
the garbage game. Remember the garbage game? Oh, I mean, I wasn't yeah. alive for it, but I read about it as a kid, <laughs> you know? Oh, they're just taking Western Pennsylvania University's, you know, garbage. And then West Virginia comes out. They went 0-8 the year before, comes out and beats Pitt. Every time one of these teams is too big for their britches, the underdog comes up, smacks them in the mouth. I'm taking the seven and a half. Yeah, I'm all over the seven and a half. And I got to mention this. But you go back to what was that? 08 where West Virginia was about to play in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 07 for 07. The, when they were number yeah. two. 07. I don't know if people realize this rich rod interviewed for the Alabama job before they looked at Nick Saban. Right. And then he withdrew to come back for another year. And then he ends up taking the Michigan job, but he almost jolted to Alabama and then their job would have been open. And guess where Nick Saban grew up? West Virginia. West Virginia. I, it only makes sense <laughs> if that happens. So they have a real reason to really hate Rich Rod, aside from the d- d- you know jumping to uh, jumping to Michigan and the way he did it. But man, he almost took the Bama job. And could you imagine the way college f- football would look right now if Saban was at West Virginia and bringing in those big time recruits and, and you know <laughs> just it, it would change the whole landscape. One can only uh, you know imagine right there. But yeah, I'm all over the points here. This is a crazy game, folks. I. I I would be shocked if it was, if it was like a, just a flat out blowout. I I really would. So I get it. Pitts returning a ton of their defense, but I actually think Graham Harrell is probably going to open things up. Uh, I was trying to think about this. I, there's not much air raid concepts in the ACC. I mean, yes, I guess Rhett Lashley had, had some with Miami who actually beat Pitt last year in Pitt. But aside from that, I was like, well, Halfley, you know, he likes to throw the ball some, but I wouldn't really consider that air raid at BC. Syracuse, no. Nah, I mean, I guess Syracuse, you could say maybe, maybe when they, but they kind of been run heavy because they haven't had good quarterback play. I was like, North Carolina, maybe you can make the case with how that they had some variations of that with, with, uh, but, but overall, you know, you look at like the Pac 12, Big 12, SEC. Uh, they're kind of scattered all over the air raid imprint, you know, imprint is everywhere, you know, whether it's Tennessee, whether it's, you know, you can, you can go one by one uh, and find many schools that, that have had the, you know, air raid concept. So I wonder if that could play, you know, if that's something we're sleeping on too. So I'm all over the seven and a half. Let's talk. I know, I know we're probably not big on the over under in a, in a backyard brawl. <laughs> I, I mean, right off the way, I'm like, give me the under. I don't care what it is. Give me the under. But I mean, especially you look back at some of these scores over the past couple of years. Now, aside from so the number is at is at 51. All right, but first, let me get get us paid because uh, we're gonna get over under talk here by sling. Uh, it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offer sling the live TV. You love for a price you'll love. Try us today. So they're setting that at what 51. And if you're looking, I get it. College football has changed a lot since the last time these two have met. But at the same time, I'm looking at these totals from the past five years. We'd have 41 in 2011. That was the total score. 45 in 2010. In 2009, it was at uh, 35. In 2008, it was at 34. In 2007, it was at 22. I'm all over the under here. I mean, call me crazy. What are you doing here? I know. I mean, 
should I zig when they zag? But if you look at those five years, all of them would have cashed on the under. You know what I think I'm going to say? I, I think I'm going to go over and, and that wasn't my n- natural instinct, but you brought up a good point earlier. We lose a lot of these like hated rivalries nowadays. We don't really get them anymore. And these are still college kids we're talking about. I mean, that's the beauty of college football is we're all putting our hard earned money on these kids that were doing cake stands at, you know, beta, beta, gamma last night, you know? <laughs> so these kids are emotional. They're going to come out. And I think the defense is going to end up on their heels a little bit. I think some quick touchdowns are going to happen. And then things around late second quarter into the third quarter, it'll slow down. But I actually expect some fireworks early. I, I think I'm going to go on the over 51. You just sold me. You just sold me. Cause I, <laughs> I, well, I was like, it's too, it's too obvious. The last five they've gone under. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the, they haven't been in a rivalry game. All these, it's, let alone as Neil Brown and Narduzzi played in, in any of these rivalry games. I don't care what you try to make these new ACC rivals. It's not a rivalry game to me. All right. Mm-hmm. Narduzzi. Uh, well, I guess he played the Penn state game. He got Penn state twice. Uh, they played twice. He didn't get him twice, but, um, but besides that, he hasn't really played any rivalry games and West Virginia in the big 12 zero, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like none. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you can try to force that. What are they trying to do? I don't know if it's, I don't oh, know if it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do <laughs> it, it, it in Morgantown. No one's taking that serious as a rivalry. So I think you're right. The nerves, the moment it's been a while for all these players. I think you're right. Actually, give me the over, you, you know, it's easy to see a tide turn here on this one, but uh, anyway, folks, I can't wait uh, to watch this one. Anything else do we want to cover here? Uh, obviously we have the, the DFS show coming out that will probably have a lot of uh, Pitt and, and West Virginia players. We will have a DFS show for Thursday and Friday. We'll also have another DFS show coming out for uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So subscribe to the college football experience. People remember also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Just dropped our pit preview over there. We are together as one on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash the college experience. And remember folks, the coastal covers podcast. This guy knows Mike knows Cal. I can honestly tell you this. All right. I was watching another show with him and I just said, okay, this dude knows. All right. Sometimes you watch a show or I've been on shows and you're just like, no, nah, these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Right? Like they truly don't know what they're talking about. I don't mean to say that in a snobby way, but when I watched Mike on another show, uh, I was just like, okay, he knows. I know I can tell he knows. All right. It's like, it's like seeing it in the matrix, man, with the green little numbers and shit. You know what I mean? I knew. So check out the coastal covers podcast. Absolutely fantastic work. He's doing over there. Please come back and join us on the show, Mike. And uh, man, I can't wait for this backyard bra, man. Anytime dude. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to ignore all responsibilities in life for this game. This is it. <laughs> so my wife, my, my girlfriend's stuck in a, <laughs> she's stuck in an airport in Pittsburgh right now. I'm all over this dude. Get him West Virginia. <laughs> my, my, my wife asked me earlier, we were at breakfast this morning and she goes Thursday, what time do you think you'll be back? And I'm like, uh, I'm not real sure, but I guarantee you it's going to be after I have some, I, I told her I got some big time work. I got to do. All right. Thursday night. I got some big time work. You got to do. Don't bother me. So I'm probably going to be back a little late. All right. Yeah, so use, use your, use your babble to uh, go. go uh, don't wait up, babe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> check out babble, everybody uh, <laughs> promo code SGP. Anyway, folks, check out all of us. Uh, like I said, check out the coastal covers podcast. Mike's always telling you he's one of my favorite college football minds out there. So 
check out that check out the sports gambling podcast. Uh, I mean, obviously they went through all 32 NFL teams, the, the solo podcast for every single team. Go check that out. Just had Randy cross on the show. Legendary offensive lineman, three time super bowl champ, former UCLA Bruin. Uh, go check out that episode as well as a slew of other episodes. And uh, yeah, the discord, come on folks. We're giving away $1,500. What are you doing? Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. The college football chat has been going bonkers ever since week, week zero happened. So hop in there. Tell us your best bets. Tell us to, if you think I'm a fucking idiot, I don't care. Hop in there, do it. All right. And uh, get the SGPN app. You'll get access to all of our podcasts. That is free to download in the app store and Google play store. All righty folks. This is the college football experience. Actually, let me find out a, uh, I got to play this one for the, uh, for where, where is this? There we go. Okay. For the, for the backyard brawl. Cause it, it, it is truly a wild one. Glad to have this back. All right, folks, this is the college football experience Bra- backyard brawl style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Avengers.